Hello, everybody, and welcome to Forever Sports Forever Rugby Fan Forum on the Thursday nights. As usual, glad to be here with the boys once again. I'm filling in for Steve, but yeah, exciting weekend, rolling into the World Cup quarterfinals, bit of North vs. South duels across the board, but yeah, been an excellent World Cup so far. But of course, as you can see, I've got a couple of the Forever boys with me. We've got Rhea on top right, Carl and Wes. How you doing, boys? All good, all good. Thank you, thank you, I'm an England fan, so I just don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. So I was thinking, yeah, we let's 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 yeah, we end of the end of the pool stage, aren't we? So I thought I'd just get your guys' thoughts on on how the World Cup's been going so far for you guys. Just a quick a quick one around the table. You know what's what stood out for you, what you enjoyed, maybe what you didn't. But yeah, it'll be good to get a end of pool rounds uh, review from you boys. Rian, how's it going for you? And obviously, me you're putting out world class content for us on a weekly basis. But how's it going for you otherwise? I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a baby. <laughs> I can't handle Sunday night kickoffs anymore. And then, and then we've got another one coming up this weekend. But uh, other than that, it's been great. I've been loving it. Uh, there's nothing like the group stages of a world cup you know you get to see teams like portugal and uruguay and stuff that you almost never see um go up against massive teams like new zealand and stuff so i've i've loved every minute of it especially my my family uh my wife and her family they're all portuguese so whenever that match was on for once in my life i got the rugby on the tv in the house instead of soccer mm -hmm. And we Amazing. all got to enjoy enjoy Portugal beating Fiji. It was was a great time. Yeah, so specifically them and and all the other matchups. I've been enjoying it. Yeah, Carl, for you. I mean, I think also I don't think we saw many upsets barring I think uh, obviously Australia's performances. But how's it gone for you? You've enjoyed it so far. Your, well, and your yeah, boys. I, I think the biggest upset of this tournament was Australia beating Portugal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Looks like. It. <laughs> it, it really does, and that that's or, or England beating scary. Argentina. Yeah, I hate to. That was pretty big as well. Yeah. <laughs> that was an up, that was an upset on the day, right? Or England <laughs> just scoring a try that wasn't scored by Henry Arundel. But um, I, yeah, uh, I, I for me, it's been a, it's been a, a great time to have the World Cup, considering I'm all but useless to the world at the moment with my. Uh, <laughs> my recovery but um i i've really enjoyed it it's certainly it's the only world cup where i've ever where i've kind of watched every single game and like oh, that's been my that's yeah, been yeah. my kind of goal for this for this world cup and yeah. uh i've i've loved it and i it, it just makes me wish there was one every year but um, um I suppose my take from it is you that you might get your wish if world rugby has its way. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I I agree. I think this four-year cycle is nonsense, man. We need two, I, I, two years no, of the day. No, I I like I don't mind so much because then it's just such a hype when it comes, and mm, I do worry. I do worry that with this world league that they're they're it's been confirmed they're they're bringing it into fruition is actually going to make it even harder for the tier two teams. Um. It depends how they sh they shape it because the the tier two teams have shown that they wouldn't be there for that long if they just played regularly against tier one opposition like Samoa and Tonga have progressed so much just in these four games. Um, yeah. that's my biggest take from it. Yeah, and this yeah, I agree. Well, where's that? Well, last five. Yeah, yeah. Well, where's I mean, last week Scotty and I had this conversation about the team teams should. Should, for instance, Fiji go 
Oh, we lost Chris. Oh, there goes Chris. Yeah, Chris, so you can't. <laughs> Anyone want to fill in what he was saying? Open floor, gents. Uh, finish this question. Uh, what, what, what were you enjoying, Wes? <laughs> yeah, we actually did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I think I was, uh, I was sorry. enjoying. Sorry, boy. Oh, sorry boys i think i'm back now yeah sorry yeah i was where's i think you saw it but i was just leading on to the to the, the 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 world cup format let's just let's go back the world cup format do you like it as it is the lower nation teams coming in playing the big boys the seven yard point blowouts or do you think every two years strength versus strength like a tier one two tier two tier one world cup which is i think i would prefer i would like every two years tier one tier two and a promotion relegation every two years what, what's your thoughts there? And then obviously your thoughts on how the World Cup's gone. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll start off with the World Cup thoughts because that leads into then the, the conversation. But I was going to say something I've been enjoying has been seeing the Tier 2 nation sides coming through. And, and, you know, there was lots of chats and hype and hope about the progression of these teams. And, you know, the Fiji's doing better than they have in, in the past. And, and even other teams, you're taking France to task. Um, and, and But then it is quite clear that there is still a massive gap because then you do get the huge blowouts and it's just like, okay, so we're not quite there. And that was something that was always, you know, in the comment sections when we were doing the watch alongs, um, you know, usually the, the fans of the, of the tier two nation side or whatever, were just need more rugby. We need more rugby. And it was a conversation we had often. So I do think, you know, a format where we can get these emerging rugby nation sides playing more rugby against better opposition. Right. I think that's, for me, that's the key as well. Like, yes, test rugby in and of itself, We'll, we'll get a team so far, but it needs to be against good teams. Um, and so I think the exposure mm -hmm. to those, those better sides, that constant, consistent exposure gets those teams there because, uh, yeah, we, we need to close the gap. Um, and I think there's, there's definite hunger and want for it, you know, from, from the world and from, you know, even, even yeah. tier one nations, I think they're, they're keen for, for other teams to come up to it. Yeah, no, I totally agree, but I just start to wonder, and I think, we all agree, but how does World Rugby solve that problem? Because it is a money game now, and let's face it, the money isn't down there, and it is all about the money. Follow the money. So, what is the solution? <laughs> what does anyone have the solution? Is how these guys are playing more of these games against the stronger teams? The thing is, like with with in in terms of the whole money thing, is I I almost disagree with that because if you look at the fans of these tier two teams, they're incredible. Like they're spending money to travel to France to watch their teams who they know are going to get most likely dicked. And they do, bar <laughs> Portugal, bar Uruguay. But the, it, it's a vibe. It's almost like sevens. Like you just go there. Yeah, for party. Yeah. And I think the what the issue is now is that, and I, I feel like this has been highlighted a few times with actually a couple of the um, ex-England players about Twickenham has it's become too much of a, we don't actually go for the rugby. Like it, it's more of a, it, it's become such a, like a hollow place to go and watch England play, which is a bad thing to have about your home stadium. Um, yeah. And I think that, I almost think that bringing these countries in will actually help, will actually boost it. It'll take it to a wider audience. I think it'll actually, maybe after a year or two, it'll actually yeah. be a money winner rather than a, an issue. Yeah, I, I tell you, I hope that's the case because as you guys remember, I mean, I was a Twickenham with the box game and then the Fiji game and the, so the first whole for top tier of Twickenham was closed for that Fiji game. And I just don't recall even Twickenham for any game 
not been very first. <laughs> yeah, but 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 then saying that, yeah, I mean, that hopefully that would bring more because the Fiji fans as well on that day were amazing. Josh mm. was was they were in this one corner and they they brought all the vibe because England fans were just stunned what was going on. But I to, to, <laughs> totally agree. Uh, it should bring a new market, and I suppose we kind of do in a way have a bit of fatigue on this almost the same fixtures year, you know, every year it's almost the same cycle. And that's why I'm pretty keen for definitely a world season, a global season, and somehow mixing it up that it's not the same, same fixtures week, you know, year in year, same fixtures year in, year out World Cup, same fixtures year in, just the same, yeah, the same yeah. thing, right? Um, I would anyway, say like, you know, we've got the Lions tours every four years. That takes up obviously all the home yeah. nations teams, except for France. That's the perfect year to say, okay, the Lions are in, South Af- are in Australia, so New Zealand and South Africa are going to play who? France. Why not one of those two teams say, okay, we're going to do a tour of South America this year. We're going to mm. play, play Argentina, play Uruguay, play Chile, and you know, do a whole tour yeah. of that country. Maybe even do like a full dirt trackers, play in the week against the best club sides there. Just every four yeah. years, then you can do that for one of those um, countries, yeah. and that can also boost yeah, I, them a little bit. Yeah, now that we're thinking, I'm actually thinking. <laughs> well, we talk on the subject, like exactly that. Maybe they, they you yeah, know, we have a, it's a global season, but it's split in just uh, going back to maybe not a competition per se, but maybe it isn't a competition format. But we, why, why do we have to play Australia, New Zealand once a year? Like, imagine if it was every two years. That excitement, like, because it's. That big all, all Blacks having a test is massive, right? Because we love it. I'll still get yeah. watch it any day, every day. But it's so it comes thick and fast now. Like the the is, is the right word value for it still there? If you made it every two years, and in between those two years, South Africa is playing a Portugal at least once or something. So at least mm-hmm. when we get to that test, there's a little bit more build up and excitement to it. So yeah, maybe there, there has to be a way, right? Surely, if they really wanted yeah. to, they could they could have it. Anyway, guys, let's move on. Hello to everyone on the chat. We've got quite a few people on the live live stream this night, this evening. Welcome. Um, yeah, leave your comments, please. The show is also about you guys and I want to involve you guys. So how's, hello, Devolt, for joining and Safra Kiwi, who we've seen a few times on the show. Welcome. Let's actually go straight. Let's go into the quarterfinals, boys. Let's let's start with the, let's, if you want to call them the lower, the, the lesser quarterfinals. Sorry, Carl. Um, How dare you? That will, that will, that will include uh, England. Do, but do you yeah, mean the actual, the actual quarterfinals? <laughs> you mean the team actually going to be able to Yeah, yeah. Let's so let's start with the Argentina Wales. We have the we have the team sheets for the first the first two quarterfinals. But let's start on Argentina Wales. I'll go around from the clock from what I'm seeing. Rion, what's your view for this game? What's your preview? What's your view? How do you see it going? It looks like looks tight on paper. Both teams like at least seem on an upward trajectory. Uh, the bookies actually have Wales as a five-point favorite. How do you see this going? Yeah, I think uh, we're going to see uh, the Wales that you always see in knockout games, you know, kick it in the sky and just park the bus and make them run at us. Uh, we, we've seen that... Um, Teams coached by Cheka are all, not always very fond of kicking. Um, and this Argentina side has not a lot less, but has kicked a little less than most of the other teams left in the World Cup. So I'm expecting a very basic Wales plan. Um, kick it high, chase well. Josh Adams, he's playing right here. Um, he's in there. 
yeah. just chase the ball, tackle yeah. as hard as you can, and make them run it at us. That's basically the thing. And then Tommy Rafael, mm. Jack Morgan, they are turnover merchants. So yeah. they'll be hoping that, mm. that Argentina are trying to run it back and, and then they can just steal the ball, get a penalty and kick it in the corner or take it over the post. One of those two. Very basic game plan, you know. Um, and yeah. then it's just hoping it frustrates Argentina into, you know, a card. You've got <laughs> Lavanini there. So it's only a matter of time before that bomb goes off and then it's an easy win. I think Wales should be able to take this by between one and two scores, seven to 14 points. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to bring up the teams for you guys, but I'm not <laughs> I'm not winning yet, technically. Yeah, so I've got them on my phone. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, anyway, I can't move on to you, mate. Like, yeah, how do you see again? I, I see obviously Biggers back, which is pretty big, which I think also impacts the way for me Wales do play. Obviously, I hope he's probably rearing to go. That guy's are kind of as strong as an ox, but Mm. Those injuries are annoying. Like, yeah, I, no material, I think, for Argentina as well, which I think is going to be a massive, mm. massive loss for them. But yeah, we, we, we I think we'll do, we'll do predictions anyway, score predictions at the end. But obviously, we'll preview how you guys still think it's gonna gonna run. For me, I like Wales. I mean, obviously, in, in their last game, they were, no, not the last game. They've they've had some stutters during this World Cup, which, to be honest, we've had a lot less than we expected from them because. You know, in the in the past few years, they haven't been fantastic. But Gatlin's come in, and while his first few games weren't fantastic either, he they look they look slick. They're looking really good. And um, Argentina, on the other hand, have not. They've uh, severely underwhelmed at this World Cup. And uh, I think the only player in their team that I'm just like, okay, shit, yeah, he's he's world class. Is um, Carreras on the wing? He's just lethal. Oh, but, king, but, king Boff. But, but has been for for Newcastle of all clubs for God knows how long. So um, I think it would certainly be an unfortunate game for Wales if this is the one where Argentina finds some form because they've certainly mm -hmm. got it in them. Um, but I, 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 I think losing Faletau is going to be massive for Wales. Mm -hmm. That is yeah. going to be... A big, big thing. I think um, it will probably cause um, Jack Morgan to have another incredible game. He's he's quite scary how good he is. Um, and we'll yeah. see how Wayne White goes at, goes at eight. Um, I think this is going to be quite a lot closer than people think. I don't think. I don't. I think it'll be a three-point game. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah. I'm leaning towards that too. Yeah, I I think the the game against Japan has got Argentina, I think, rid of enough cobwebs to put a fight into this match. Yeah, yeah, that's it, Wes. I was going to ask you that Japan, because Argentina, let's face it, weren't really doing too well, you would have thought, or what we were expecting, rolling into Japan. Have have Japan given Arj false, a false positive there? And secondly, Arj, where are their emotions going to be? Because if they're not in, in equilibrium... It could be anything. So, you, where do you think they are? They arriving with the right attitude, the right level of emotions there, or, or do you think Wales have under have got into the Gatlin mode and actually looked very difficult to beat? Yeah, I mean, I would I wouldn't say that Wales look difficult to beat. Um, I think they they they're tough. They're going to be a tough team to beat. They're a good tournament team. Um, you know, they they like World Cups. They do always well in the World Cups. They know the tactic, and you guys laid it out well about what to do. Um, but, you know, like Safrakui says in the chat, uh, you know, he says Argentina are building, man. They've been getting better every game. 
Um, just scrolling down. We get it every game. Should be a good one, but Wales play the same way. They always do Warren Ball and it bores everyone to a loss. So I agree with Safa Kuhn there about the RG's building. And as you guys said, it's just it's just building and building and building. And potentially, you know, this this it might come at the right time for them. I don't think it's going to fall into their laps. But um, no, I think everyone was a bit disappointed with that loss uh, against England. Sorry, Kel. Uh, you know, to sort of open their campaign. I think everyone was hoping for for better things. But but they've bounced back really well from that and to still come back and make it into into the quarterfinals. I think they'll be pretty chuffed. So, yeah, excited to see what they can bring. Yeah, um, I agree with those sentiments. I, I'm going to go, I'm going Wales. I think they are the better side on shown in this mm. tournament. I think they, they, and when this comes to this part of the tournament, I think they're just going to have enough to, to edge. I think it's going to be close. I don't think seven points is, five points is probably about right to the bookies. But yeah, I see a Wales one to seven, 40 point type game. So, yeah, so we'll move on to. I think there's another quarterfinal on Cole this week. This weekend, it's England uh, against Fiji. So, no, so Saturday is Wales, Argentina, Ireland, New Zealand. Sunday is England, Fiji, France. Yes, yeah, so I, I know, I know, my man. But we're gonna go. We're gonna go yeah, to England, yeah. Fiji. We're gonna go to England, Fiji. We're gonna go to England, Fiji first. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the shit, Sammy? You mean the shit? I thought, I, I, thought, I thought you read that before you you, you kindly <laughs> corrected me. Um, put me in my place there. Um, but yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna start with you, and we're gonna start with England, Fiji. Yeah, a rematch of that that. Uh, Friendly before Fiji came flying into the tournament with that game, and then the Welsh, you know, they probably some people said they're unlucky to get losing against Wales. They probably were if they caught the ball, but I think they're done and dust of ten minutes to go anyway. But yeah, different, different. England steadily, steadily cruising along the tournament. To go with Samoa last week was a bit of a weird one. Fiji people are saying off their feet. Where, you, where, where's your heart and head, yeah, Carl? I, I honestly don't think that the Samoa game was a weird one. I think England did just that shit at what they're trying to do. Like, it, <laughs> they're trying to play a game that they can't play because their players are far more skillful than the boring shit they're trying to do. Like, England, when you look at it, they have brilliant players, and yet we're the most boring side in this World Cup. Yes, we're more boring than the Tier 2 nations, who are actually great. And... It doesn't surprise me that you've, you know, you've got controversy coming out of the camp like Arundel and Farrell having a bust up. Fuck, I'd want to kill him if he was trying to make me kick every fucking time that we had the ball. <laughs> um, so I, I can't like, uh, it's just, it's so boring. And I, it's annoying because yes, in 2003, we actually weren't the most attractive. We didn't play attractive rugby and we, we won the World Cup but we're not going to fucking win the World Cup, okay? Stop playing boring rugby. <laughs> we have zero chance, and that's probably why we're going to get to a final and get our fucking dicks cut off. But um, <laughs> I, I, like, I don't understand Again. why they're trying to play a way that it's... It, I'd rather lose this game, but go out with Marcus Smith, you know, playing at 15 and having a, a, an incredible game and it's one to like literally light the world up and we lose fine but i don't want to get to a semi get smashed by france or whatever after we the box after we, beat, <laughs> after we beat fiji by a point in the last minute like i don't want to do that yeah then that looks like it's written all over the stars though isn't it but yeah i actually well, i'm going to just keep you cuz i'm going to discuss Farrell because let, let's face it he came back into the side and england don't I've been saying this. We've been saying this for ages. But like Farrell yeah, starting, Farrell yeah. starting, right? There's no ways he's not. He's starting at he, twelve, he's, right? He's going to start at ten. I think if they go ten, twelve, we belongs. 
if he if he starts 10 12 Ford Farrell we already know we're fucked but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, Borthwick now has to go either Ford or Farrell and it's going to be Farrell because like it, he's the captain the captain and it's so stupid because Ford is so much better at 10 than Farrell and has yeah, exactly not, arguably not really put a foot wrong this World Cup and he only looked crap when Farrell was playing 12. Um, yeah. And I think there will be a bunch of changes. I, I don't know if Arundel's going to play and if he doesn't, well, it pretty much sums up England as a, in a nutshell anyway. Um, I think the midfield will change though. It kind of has to. Um, but I've, yeah, I don't know. I, I, England is... is so it's so easy. I don't know why it's such a such an issue. Just why do you need to have every single good player on this team at the same time? Yeah, you know, just pick a ten, pick Ford, but, happy, but, 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 pick a yeah, twelve, yeah. not Owen Farrell, an actual twelve. <laughs> pick a thirteen. I don't know why they dropped Slade. He was a very good thirteen, but okay, fine. Yeah, I agree. And I then, agree. He was their best center, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. But, but if you have to have Ollie Lawrence, then use Ollie Lawrence. I rate him as well. And then yeah. just if if there's no space for Marcus Smith, there's no space for Marcus Smith. It's not supposed to yeah. be easy yeah. to get into an international <laughs> team and have Ford on the bench. Or you put yeah. Ford at 10 and you have Owen on the bench. It's yeah. I don't know why they need to squeeze every good player onto the field at the same time. Well, well they missed the Marcus boat. I mean, even for whatever you want to say, he should have been the starting yeah. team for the last two years. That's it. Two years, run with it. And Farrell should have been nowhere near this team. I'm sorry for your Farrell fan, but you should be nowhere near this team for the last two years. And that's what they should have run with. Got the center combinations right. And that's just my my it humble opinion. And changing and changing and changing. <laughs> yeah, but you just need to see what, actually, what happens next. Yeah, I mean, I mean, does Farrell still run with this team? Surely not with both Borthwick still there. I mean, I imagine he's, uh, he's going to still be there. I, I think... Uh... This this is the thing. It's like everyone's talking about you know don't don't put um don't put a, a center at wing, but actually Marchant plays a hell of a lot of his time at Harlequins on the wing. I don't have a problem mm. with that. What I don't understand is you realize he he puts certain players on the bench that if one player has to come on, the whole back line has to change. How the yeah, fuck yeah. do you build that in a game? <laughs> and actually actually like I think and I've been saying this for a while that Smith should be our starting fifteen, and I think Freddie Stewart should be a twelve. I don't think Stewart is actually good enough to be a fullback. He's too slow. Yeah. yeah. Too slow. He's a great yeah. under the high ball, but he's God, he's a cart horse. <laughs> yeah. But then but then we have old old Geordie Barrett, who's a fullback. He slotted into twelve and changed changed New Zealand's fortune and he's he's form around. So it can be done. Just yeah. Farrell is not, not good enough to do that. So <laughs> It's just one of these. Where's Nick me up here? Man is a barrel hater. Anyway, where's help us out here? The, the, the bookies of England are nine points favorites. Barrel starts. I reckon they don't. They don't win by nine. If he if he if he doesn't, then I think England are going to actually have a better side. But we know Farrell started. Tim, nine points favorite. Is that too high? Where how do you see this going, Wes? Yeah, I think I think we could just chat about Fiji for a bit um, before we get get to sort of coming into the tournament so in great form. You guys yeah, hear me? Yeah. Sorry, there's a bit of a delay. Maybe yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so so Fiji coming in coming in good form and and 
and and then um yeah that 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 close loss to wales you know i think it, it they did look like they were out of it you know obviously in the last 10 minutes but they did well to bring it back i think wales took the foot off the gas you know probably thinking they were okay and then they kind of came back and kind of not obviously with the loss to portugal so i think they've struggled to find a bit of that form i think they were looking much better before the world cup you know i was um sort of just when you, when you watched fiji they were just making the right decision most of the time right and for me that's what makes a really great team is how often how how close to 100% can you make the right decision every time you're never going to do it you know no team does it there'll be mistakes there'll be stuff ups whatever but but fiji for me we were, were, were doing that more often than not which was great so i don't think they're i don't think they've built like the other nations uh, that we've seen you know like the samoas the tongas the guys who have now started playing rugby together and getting better so so i i don't know i don't think this is the same fiji side going in to to england like they did against at twickenham it's a really tough one though i mean it would be absolutely phenomenal if if they could win but i do think oh, i have man. to probably go with england when it comes down to it um yeah it's a bit, a bit of a big call but that that's where i feel yeah no i yeah i agree Rian. i know you, you have had a few comments do you have anything else on this game yeah no i think if england can just pick and stick they should be able to get through this easily just mm. um if you're playing feral at 10 be the saracens if you're playing ford at 10 be the tigers if you're playing marcus at 10 be the quins and if it's feral this week <laughs> I, don't, I, actually, play... I actually don't think smith will play 10 ever again for, for the yeah. no, 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 i don't yeah, think he will. i think i think well, he under... is, he's our go forward fullback mm. well that and yeah if he can turn into that amazing know, if he can turn like some kind of Roberts, some kind of robinson vibe he could be once, pretty good once you see marcus play against a team that knows how to ex, ex um like exploit the bad backfield you'll see oh marcus should yeah. probably not but, but everyone everyone has figured out freddie stewart all you have to do is not kick straight to him and he, <laughs> yeah. and he can't turn around yeah. like no you're Marcus right you right. did the exact thing and they scored off of it yeah yeah um and i love freddie stewart i think he's a great player but he's he's so readable and he's always yeah. in the wrong fucking position <laughs> he's never <laughs> He's never where he should be for what speed he has. Yeah, he's too slow for a fullback. I think yeah. he is. He's not great. He, he is. Yeah. He he tracks up from the back there, and by by then everyone's shut down and out of kind of not where not where yeah. they're supposed yeah. to be. Shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, but it's not Marcus. That doesn't isn't there a fifteen in England? Where is a fifteen in England? Who bring plays? my ground back for God's. Oh my. God. <laughs> <laughs> no the thing um, is, I like Smith because. People complain about how he's too small, and yeah, look, he's not the biggest guy in, nice. in the world, and he will, he will get bumped off some tackles. But are those tackles that Freddie Stewart is going to make? Maybe not. But we've got a more. But this just feels again need. like oh, we need to have him in the team. Like we need to have Owen Farrell in the team. Put him at twelve. We need to have Marcus in the team. Put him at fifteen. Just get a fifteen. Don't you have a fullback, a world class yeah. fullback in England? Who is the yeah. who plays fullback for Gloucester? I think Arundel can play fullback as well. In fact, that was where he played for for under twenties and our under twenty ones, and he's a very good fullback. Uh, so there are so many players that should be there. Yeah, I don't understand like, why they do that. They change there. these guys into other positions because they must be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know I agree, guys, with England. I think Fiji. I think them. They've 
just feels like that this is a game too far for them. And I think when it comes to knockout rugby, England have that game that should suit them. And I'm going to roll out that that friendly. England started well, like I said, the rain came in and Fiji got their back up. And when England wanted to play, which was the first 10 minutes and the first, 10 minutes of the second half, they, they, they dominated Fiji. I What I saw was an England team that couldn't be bothered playing that match, got some mm-hmm. assertive assertiveness and then kind of like switched off. I think if they come switched on, they're going to have too much for England. I think nine points is probably also also about right. All right, guys, we're going to move on to the the, the real quarterfinals, the, the other quarterfinals for the weekend. But I'm trying, I want to do my betting segment, but my bloody slide does not want to go in. So I'm going to try one more time, guys. Just just, just last, thing, last thing. Yeah, okay, yeah sure. If you guys want to go. Keep, there's, there's been a lot of, there. I've been reading quite a few rumors that are coming out of the Fiji camp that um, apparently there's a lot of disconnect between the players and coaches. And 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 why is that? Because I what I saw again going back, I was a I made the captain. Why, why they 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 looked like a team. So I wonder yeah, what's, what's yeah. happened there. There's kind of both sides of the story. Like obviously you've got the the um, the videos, clips, and everything of them singing, which is so nice to see. But then you've got stories coming out about how um, the Fiji and Drua players are kind of just being like shoved shoved to the back or the side. Mm. You've got Nyatha Lebu coming in that press conference and telling everyone to basically fuck off. Um, <laughs> that was like, funny. Yeah, mate, you lost to Portugal, but it's not the press's <laughs> fault. Um, and yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't, don't like, I don't know. Like, it's, I hope it's not true uh, because I love to think of Fiji as like a literal family. Potentially, but, um, yeah. That's that that is yeah. sad if that's the case Did because you, that was the, just a yeah yeah carry on Wes sorry sorry there's such a delay guys I'm trying yeah, to jump Wes, in sorry, and yeah. it's no worries but there's this um potentially it could be it could be a bit of the pressure maybe like you know again this is the first time really I think that the world's expected them to like now do something and, and be good and whatever. And so mm. it could just be the guys not really sure how to handle it. Like, I don't know, that's just maybe my opinion. And and so therefore they're not really sure where to direct the pressure. And maybe this is a bit of the coaching that needs to come in and actually, you know, start to, to, to coach the guys or shepherd the guys and say, right, this is not where we should be directing this. Um, you know, that, that the player coming and telling the press you know, to fuck off obviously is, is sort of evident of that. Um, mm. But yeah, that, mm. that could be it. Could be something like that. Well, well, that's it. They've never been in this situation, right? And maybe mm. I mean pressure in Fiji and all of that. That, that they don't do pressure. I don't think pressure's in their in their vocabulary. If you meet Fiji and so it could really well have been getting to them, you know. And and yeah. that's and that and that's why for me actually, it's this is not about England. I think England. We know what England are. I know we. I think we know what England are bringing. It's where Fiji are, and I think we all agree. Their forms down and looks like their heads are down. It'll I be think brave. They're they're yeah. Just tired. But, it, yeah. but it could be so typical Fiji to bring it, and we're all going to be like, oh crap, they're one by three. And oh yeah, of course they did. Oh, they're the team of that's our team. They were doing so well, you know. <laughs> but I think England are going to be be too strong on the day. All right, guys, I'm going to bring up bring up the slide, bring back the faces, getting this all working. There we are. <laughs> We've gone to the betting segment that we have with Boyles, guys, as you know. Um, I've been giving you guys some predictions and selections and bets with boils which are available at a uh, time of, of going on to the show. And again, let's recap last week. We won again. We on, we on like a 13 out of 14 win win run. Yeah, so going really well. 
Uh, we had Ireland win on the money line. Obviously, they beat Scotland quite well. And as you know, I've been going along quite nicely on the second half highest scorings this this World Cup, and we got them in the in this week's bet as well. But yeah, that happened for France versus Italy. It was actually going at about 70-75% that the second halves were rolling in as the highest scoring. So it was a nice trend. Um, but as you'll see, you know, when the bigger teams play, you, it goes back to a bit of an even contest between the halves if you want to play that market. But yeah. Overall, we have to almost 30 units at 67% return on investment. So like over that amount of units staked, really, really happy with that performance. So if you guys are tailing or using it for your best, that's awesome. But yeah, this week, we're going to go with a one and a half unit double, talking about England. I just still think out of all the semifinals, this is probably the one that looks more most likely that's going to go in either direction. Um, Island fans might disagree, but I got England to win and Wellington in the MPC semi-final against Hawks Bay. Hawks Bay, they played two weeks ago. If anyone follows the MPC, Hawks Bay came there and won and won the Ranfurdy Shield. And then I don't know if anyone okay. knows about what what happened to that shield afterwards. Um, yeah. So anyway, Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Wellington, but Wellington are the top side. Um, I expect them to come back uh, and take care of business. Yeah, I, I don't. People know watching me. I, I love it. I love an, a rugby grudge match, and we're going to talk about a grudge match in the next the next game. So I, I like I like Wellington to come back. Yeah, that doubles a one eight eight, and oh, surprise, surprise, second half high scoring. <laughs> I think you could almost take any one of these quarterfinals, but I'm going to take Ireland, New Zealand um, in these matches. They've they've come; it's come through quite often. I so say I like this one the most out of the four. But if you guys do want to follow that market, you could probably take it on any of the quarterfinals. So good luck um, if you follow in. All right, guys, let's move on to quarterfinal three. Uh, Ireland versus New Zealand, and I think actually I got now that I got the slide work, and I had the team sheets for Wales and Argentina earlier, boys, but I I didn't didn't get managed to get the slide up. There was an issue, but let's move on. Let's run. Let's go. That's Ireland, New Zealand. Whoa, there's so much, so much we could talk about. Yeah, yeah, this is, yeah. We are. We can take our time through this one, boys, because this is one bar and I one, which is also just a big. But everything about this game, about Ireland, where they are, where they've come in. Everything about New Zealand, this like I said, grad, the biggest grudge matches you probably ever of a grudge match, uh, and it's uh, it's just amazing. So yeah, Rion, what's what you got for us? Give us your preview on this one. Oh, I don't know. I I, I went through this team list earlier when I saw it come out, and I was just like, if these guys lose, is this Aaron Smith's last ever match for New Zealand? You know, is this the last yeah. time we'll see him? Yeah. Is this the last time we'll see Richie? Is this the last time we'll see Bowden? I mean, mm -hmm. imagine this being the last time we see these guys that have been torturing us for the last 10 years, you know. Um, yeah. It would be crazy to think that, that that's what's going to happen this weekend, which actually I do think is going to happen this weekend. Um, this is a good, even great New Zealand side, but the the props, man, they, they're just not there yet. Um they probably out of the four, the big four, you know, South Africa, France, New Zealand, um, Ireland, they probably have the worst set of props and the the worst set of locks out of all of them. So as long as you get through that first, I don't know, 20 minutes and you and the pack start to get a bit tired, uh, I think Ireland are going to crush these guys, unfortunately. And 
It'll be the last time we see Aaron Smith in an All Blacks jersey, and I'm I'm not ready for that yet. I love that man. Wow, wow, yeah. Just, just off the back of that, don't don't with all these guys retiring, don't think it's going to get any better. You got people like Roy no. coming in. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's definitely but we, but like you look at the pun, there's there's going to who's coming through. I mean, there was a time when you know you can name two All Black sides and the youngsters. Even the youngsters in the MPC and Super Rugby is Robinson's going to have a difficult year or two. I I have full faith in him that he's going to bring a team yeah. together eventually, and the culture is going to come there. But you're right, Ryan. I I totally agree. I think physicality is where this game is probably going to be won and lost. Two things: physicality, like the fact that Takiyoko's not even in this 23, massively surprised me. I know he's a apparently at least cannon. Yeah, he's at least cannon on the lineouts and the set pieces is what they're saying, but. It, they had to front. They have to front up, and I would have taken the risk of him, even if he, even if he's not maybe as as you know, as good as the others with that. So that that was interesting. But well, yeah, Frizzle, for me, Frizzle and Barrett on the side are like massive for them to actually. This is their best side, barring Talia being. Um, obviously, we saw that he, I didn't realize he was being disciplined, which is quite a. Because I actually okay, Leicester's probably more of a physical player, right, there, Cole? So I thought this could have been actually a. A strategic one that you know they would have Leicester bashing, bashing up, being more physical than Talera's, who's more evasive and, uh, and elusive. So, Rion's got us. I've got the island. What way? Where, where are you? So this is the grudge match I'm talking about, right? They they, they lost that series. They they on the 17 unbeaten run. About it. they beat the All Blacks to match the All Blacks record. The All Blacks in a World Cup. I don't know. I think there's so much for New Zealand to play for you. Are they good enough, Carl? Where, what do you reckon this game's going to? I mean, with? if we ever say that New Zealand isn't good enough, it'd be a, it'd be a very silly thing to say. Mm. Whether you know we're talking about the current form or not, they they can always pull out the most ridiculous stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm I mean, I would have chosen Talia over uh, Fanganuku. Talia is just consistently, he breaks teams somehow. Um, yeah, he does yeah, he's the time. so strong. He has uh, been the form wing in the world, right? One of the definitely. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, it's weird. Like, obviously, he plays at the Blues. So does Caleb Clark. They play together on each wing, and they were both tearing it up for the Blues. But now you look, Talia's gone mad, and and Caleb Clark is severely out of form and severely severely out of favour. Um, but I mean, any team with Will Jordan in it can literally do anything. Um, <laughs> Will Jordan will tear you a new one if you let oh, him. I love, I love Will Jordan. He's so he's good. Brilliant. He's brilliant. And then, and just Roy God, he can't be injured, surely. I mean, Christie's got the nod there. I'm a little bit surprised by that. I think for Phil, Christie's a great replacement nine. I don't think, I don't know about starter, but surprised because mm. for me, Roy God's been one of. One of the could have been one of the players of the pool rounds of the opportunities he got. Surprised that he's not there as well, Carl. A, li a little bit, um, but coming into the World Cup, Finley Christie was the second choice scrum off. So I mean, they might be just carrying on with yeah, that mentality regardless of stages. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fair, fair enough. And where's Ireland of favourites? Two points. I'll bring up. So I'm a, I know you've been lost again. I apologize, man, because you you fly in the flag of the and you flew the flag of the Fijians. So I don't think you need to fly the flag of the Irish. But we've got <laughs> trust me, the Irish are doing that for themselves. 
<laughs> yeah, where's what's I've got the yeah, team up there. I, was, I, think, uh, um, was... I don't like. Yeah, yeah, I think go, go, yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's definitely a, a, yeah, the Irish are, are the favourites to win. I think they're in incredible form. They are the team to beat. That's nothing controversial about that. I don't. I, I think I do want them to 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 pip the All Blacks. Uh, I, I would mm. love to see Ireland going through and through the semis and into the final. I'd love a grudge a rematch between between Ireland and the box. Um, but I don't know how many more weeks I can handle of having zombie by the cranberries stuck in my head. Oh my goodness. Like, can we just can, the they, best song, eh? can they get the crowd to sing a different song? Because I, I <laughs> yeah, just at work, I just find myself singing that song, and it's it's not a, it's not a good memory that it brings to mind. But anyway, um, so no, I mean it is it is a phenomenal Irish team, and the Irish have been incredibly fortunate with injuries. You know, if you look across all other teams, there've been some big uh, names that have gone out due to injury. Um, but I, but I think Ireland have come through pretty unscathed, you know, and so that's that we, we said it. I remember Chris, it might've been you or Steve uh, before the world cup saying that injuries are a massive part of world cups and it's just mm -hmm. who gets what, you know, and how you adapt. And yes, of course, you know, teams have got depth, but how do you replace a guy like Malcolm Marks? You know, how do you, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. know, France luckily, you know, have replaced Intermax. I think Jalibert stood up and done a fantastic job. And thank God DuPont's back for them. Um, but, but yeah, there are some irreplaceables. But I think Ireland are in a good position to win this. I think it's theirs to lose. I think, as Kel said, yeah. you, you can never write them off, and it'd be silly to, the All Blacks, that is. But I do think yeah. it's Ireland's game to lose. Yeah. Yeah, but as I said, there were there were some injury concerns with Hansen, Ringrose, right? Um, who else, I think, with James Lowe as well. There were, there were moments around that. James, James Ryan is not James playing. Ryan, yeah. yeah. James Ryan is out, yeah. He was but the like only one that... Out, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I assume they're fit. I mean, it's going to take a lot for someone to rule, be out of all themselves out of this game, right? But I also yeah. think Ireland, even if they lose two players, you, you just feel that they're two guys like got like the Leinster system, Irish system. You don't feel that it will be as a massive loss, like if New Zealand lost two big players, like mm. like we saw, no Barrett and and um, um, Brazil, they were they were like kind of like like nowhere right but but i agree with guys like i said like i have i think new zealand are gonna are we, we're gonna see a new zealand side that's possessed and i don't know if they're gonna be good enough on the day but for me it's and i and i may and i hope the silent side don't, i don't think the silent side will but the silent i think there could be a moment in this game where i'm not gonna get nervous because this is massive <laughs> and yeah. the, for me the downfall my opinion is New Zealand are going to be up at 110% the whole game. That I have no doubt. If Ireland are only four points ahead or maybe two points behind after 60 minutes, I think we're going to see some very, very interesting Irish uh, attitudes because they're getting, yeah, they have to get, you know, they haven't got past it. They, you know, they've got to remember, yeah, there's big pressure. So uh, that's my only thing. I don't think this, this, I think this island side's ready to go all the way, but I'm going to be very curious to see. If, if the jitters there's also the the thing about rotation I, I i'm sure you guys saw that or i think i showed you guys that stat where it shows that um rotation yeah. wise ireland has not changed their team basically for the last yeah. i don't know like eight games or something so i actually have it here new zealand are on 167 minutes average per player and ireland is 100 minutes per player more that they've wow. played 
now at their game time. So, and we all know if you want to beat New Zealand, you have to play for 85 minutes. By the end of the game, your guys are lying yeah. flat on the floor, exhausted. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that might be a little, a little gap for, for the New Zealanders to know they are fresher. If they can push this Irish side into the championship minutes, you know, like really, really mm-hmm. hard, there might be a chance there, I think, with, with fatigue. Because this Irish, I think Keenan has played 320 minutes and what's his name? Barrett has played like 200 minutes. I mean, yeah. one of them is way fresher than the other one. So but that might be I, the little, little chance that New Zealand has, I think. I, I just think what's on the line for New Zealand, even though they aren't the better side, I, you know, because what will be remarkable if Ireland win this game, they do go into the World Cup and go to like 20 unbeaten. That's ridiculous. Like, um, yeah. you know, it was when we did it, it was like, a, I remember the 17 games, it was like, hard game, big game, big game, win, win, win. You would, yeah. thought, you would have thought New Zealand would have won 25 in a row at some stage, but I was surprised that they were even only at 17. So, would be massive for the All Blacks uh, um, to lo- Yeah, they won't. They won't really enjoy this loss. But also, I mean, I don't have come into two th- few World Cups with some good sides, Grand Slams, thinking they might go get a run to the final. I my heart will bleed for Ireland if they lose. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'll, 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 I'll see. You know, like, I'll I'll see, see like, that's really that's <laughs> I'll just I'll just see Leinster semi-final in the URC or Leinster losing in the final to La Rochelle, you know. Well that's this team that looks unbeatable and then at that well, final hurdle. Well well, this is what I want to this is what I'm, I I don't think New Zealand Ireland are great, but they're not unbeatable. We let's face we could have beaten them. So I don't I think New Zealand, even if it's one game, if they leave it all out there and they maybe don't even beat Wales, the fact that they mm-hmm. Would almost be a World Cup success for New Zealand, and, and, and you know, the, New Zealand have even come out and said we literally are looking for revenge. So, oh, yeah. if you speak to all the past players, they all say this game. This, that's why I used the grudge, the yeah. grudge match. But we've Anyone seen, who says says not, we've seen what they, I mean, Eng, England played the game of their lives against New Zealand in the last World Cup, and then were shite in the World Cup final. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, is that going to happen again? Yeah, yeah, but the but but the nail on the head is the front. That then the all black front row is their massive Achilles heel, and let mm-hmm. let's put all of that emotion aside and records and who everyone is. At the end of the day, Ireland are going to have the upper hand there, right? And that's massive mm-hmm. in games like this. You think, yeah, yeah, you yeah. think, yeah. All right, guys. So we I think there's a bit of consensus. I see JP asked for scores. I said, oh, we'll do South Africa, France next, and we'll do a round robin of what our final score predictions are. We'll move on to the the biggest game in rugby ever. The French, <laughs> the French <laughs> homeboys, the French homeboys, the glory boy, the poster boy against Rassi and his charges. Yeah, big big quarterfinal, obviously, guys. I'm I'm. Yeah, you guys will see on the WhatsApp group. Obviously, I've been panting France to win this World Cup since three years ago. I didn't know when we were on a crash course with them. And I thought yeah, <laughs> I just thought we were playing New Zealand in the quarter. I thought we'll get them in the final. And then all all, all cards are on the table. But yeah, Wes, give give you the, the floor first, my man. Is what do you think this is gonna go? How do you see this going? I I it's gonna be watched through <laughs> through hands in front of my face. Um, I'm going to have to find uh, yeah, by myself. I'm going to have to watch the game alone. 
because uh, I just get, I get, I'm just so stressed. I don't sit down. My heart, my watch is beeping at me, telling me, you know, are you going for a run right now? Because your heart rate's high. <laughs> it's not good for me. It's me too. Games me too, bro. Not, me too. Not good for me. Um, <laughs> look, I mean, I think it is just, yeah, it's phenomenal, right? This is what the World Cups are about. It's a pity it's in the quarterfinals. However, it's still a knockout game. You know, whether it was here or in the semis, everyone will know that this was, you know you know, a, t- a tough knockout round for, for these particular teams. Um, you know, I, I do back the boy. I, th- I back the box. I think if, if both sides play their best rugby, I, I do think the box take it. I think it's a tight one, but I do think the box take it. I think we, we outmaneuver France. However, it is France at home. And we know, you know, the bounce of a ball, the call of a ref, not to bring that in. But it is rugby. That's part of the sport. You know, something, no, bring is, in the something is not bring called right. Something, whatever. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so, I, but I, yeah, I, I'm gonna say the box will take it. But uh, yeah, there're gonna be a lot of tight sphincters on Sunday night. Yeah, Rian, I'm. I say I'm. Book game, the book game, these games, the book. I'm the worst. You, you'll see the worst and the best of me. Um, <laughs> like I, I, I battle. It's like it's, it's only the box and Roger Federer that used to do this to me. But yeah, I. I still think that South Africa so much has to go for South Africa has to go well. I, I there could be a sentiment that we you know we we could win well, but I don't ever, I don't really see this well. I just feel a lot has to go right. It's the way we play and the way way France while France are playing the ref the crowd. I still still think on that basis on the home ground and everything. I still think it's a France two three point win. But where are you leaning here? Where's your hearts? Where, I'm 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 sure uh, you boy. All, all of us want the box, but yeah, give us how do you how do you see the game? Really, the only time I'm more nervous than this is walking home from Ellis Park to my car. You know, it's mm-hmm. like my heartbeat is already at two hundred just thinking about it. <laughs> um, like you said, I, I'm also kind of thinking it's a France game, this one. I hate to say it. I hate to think that we'll stop being the world champions on Sunday. That might be the last day we're the world champions. But this French side, man, the, the way they attack, they don't need quick ball. They don't need the ruck to be clean. Um, they need uh, you to just mess up one kick because they kick it long and they wait for you to kick it back. And they'll keep kicking it until you make a mistake and then they'll attack they can change a slow ruck ball into quick ruck ball just two rucks later with their little picks and offloads and pick and offload and pick and offload game. And it's just without marks there um, with slightly lighter hookers. I just, I, f- I can just see in my head, Olivon to Aldrit to Willemse, if he's fit, I don't think he is though, you know, to, yeah, to uh, a Tony, it's just that's all I see in my head. A settle by, he's he's fit as well. Just a few offloads, and then it's out to to um, Dupont, and he can pick a foot, you know. And Beno will be somewhere there, laughing his head off, waiting for the ball to come to him. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the only picture I have in my head. And from us, yeah. uh, we we should be able to break down their defense, but we haven't been finishing off moves, you know, finishing off opportunities as well. And yeah. in a game like this, you know, a quarterfinal in france against that crowd against that team it's going to be very tough we'll have to take our points whenever we can and we've, yeah. we've not been competing very well so i'm i'm also thinking france unfortunately so on the france yeah and cole 
how do you see this going? I think if if the books do win for me, however we win, if we get over the line, will be one of the biggest book wins ever. Really, even the World Cups finals, we, the way we played, the people we played at World Cup World Cups, barring the '95 game, because I don't think no one gave us really gave us a chance in that final. But with England last time, we yeah, sorry about to remind you about that. Anyway, but for South Africa at least. <laughs> For South African fans at least, for South Africa, I would say it would be the biggest win. What, but what do you think? Do you think the box are going to get over the line? I actually, of all the of all the games, this one's the hardest for me to call. Um, every time I say, "Oh, I think South Africa are going to lose," they're going to they win. So, and uh, <laughs> Jesus, um, <laughs> yeah, again, like, so say they're going to lose. Kel, say they're gonna so lose. So what do you think? Are they gonna lose? <laughs> oh my god! No, um... It's a hard. It's hard. I. Yeah. It's, so it's, hard. This, is, this game's gonna be one. This is gonna be margins. This game. It's the bounce of a ball. Yeah. A little. It's gonna. That's the island that runs over Jalibé and gets an offload mm-hmm. away under the post for Colby or something. You know, it's. If, if um, I think, I think that this this game will be highly scrutinized for potential cards. And I think the French have done quite a lot to uh, say if you touch Dupont's head, you're getting a red card straight away. <laughs> and um, I, 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 I honestly think that could happen. Um, I think with the way TMOs have been going, I think, you know, the way it happened in against England, Samoa, they're too involved. And we, we've already seen more, world, more cards in this World Cup than we saw what in the whole of the last or all of the other world cups and that was two weeks ago already we surpassed it mm. um, there will be cards in these quarterfinals um and those can make or break the games yeah. uh and i know you're mm. not happy with the draw of your referee um no no out of all those reps o'keefe and rhino were the two that i'm glad we avoided barnes like i said he blew us out of the test last and barnes can get really uh, we can yeah. work up for some of the games and accuse and, and obviously we can't have paper. So, but um, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not unhappy with that. I just, I just do, I know, yeah, we, we're going to leave that for, I will leave that for the end of the show. Sorry, Carl, please continue. So we, we, we're not sure we're on the fence. <laughs> you can say it, draw because the draws are, the draws are live. Eh? No, because then someone has to win. No, no, no one likes calling the draw except me. I like to every now and then. Um, <laughs> Well, okay. Well, I I've put down on my score prediction France to win. So, okay. Well, actually, <laughs> well, boys are going through. <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys, yeah. Actually, if you guys have anything else to say, but I think I think we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this now. I think we let's do our score predictions for all the quarterfinals, and we'll start with the South African game. Okay. So we'll go. Where's what's your score prediction, South Africa versus France? Give it. Give us. Give us the lucky number. South Africa by eight. <laughs> Whoa. That's pe- man of the people. Yeah. Man for the masses, eh? Call France win. Just France win, yeah? Don't know about how much. France, France to win 27-18. That's a big one. She's big, okay. big, diff- big scores, yeah. I thought I was thought yeah. thinking nothing. I want to be out of the five. And real, oh, you're gonna love my New Zealand Island one. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm saying, uh, I think France by about four points, eh? Yeah, that's yeah. why we're gonna, be, we're gonna be we're gonna be behind by one, and then they're gonna get a penalty and just put it over for so that we have to score a try, and then unfortunately, we won't. 
So, and that leaves me France by four. So we're on a France three to one. Yeah, Wes. And actually, we I'm didn't do it. <laughs> even yeah, even though we we might have some some friends on the inside, uh, what, are we gonna got any suggestions for the book team, or do we think we know it's pretty much what's coming? Besides maybe number nine, <laughs> but besides that, do we are we confident that the team's probably just gonna pick itself? Why not get ten? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the book starting or Pollard? Yeah, but he book. has to start. It'll be it'll be insane if he doesn't. You Lebok or Pollard? Lebok. He has to yeah, start. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see I a lot of people. And if he misses yeah. the second kick, he misses, they hook him. Yeah, yeah, I think that could easily happen. Eh? If he has a jittery yeah. 30 minutes, he's gone for sure. Yeah. All right, we'll work backwards on the quarterfinals. New Zealand, Ireland, Rion, give us start us off here. Yeah. I think I've got Ireland by like 15. I think they're wow. gonna smash New Zealand. Yeah. I think sure. New Zealand's going to score first, maybe, with a Joe Schmidt special first-phase move. Right. And Almost like exactly that like opening game. New Zealand yeah. start hot. Once Ireland gets possession, now. New Zealand would see the ball again, yeah, and they'll just yeah. run them ragged. Yeah. New Zealand's yeah. defense is too passive. You can't be yeah, passive yeah. against Ireland. Yeah, that's fair, fair, very fair. Cal? I've gone for a, a, bit, a bit of a wild one and a quite a high-scoring game as well. I'm backing New Zealand 33-31. Yeah. 33-31 New Zealand. Oh, jeez, okay. Jeez. That might be one of That's, the best matches ever then. Yeah. That will be uh, that will, that'll, that'll be an all-time classic. Yeah. 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 Well, this is, I think no matter what this is, gonna, this is just where these teams are cl clashing at mm. point in times in, in the world of rugby in their whole lives, this is the Best one of the best games to be that even just on paper. I hope it yeah. lives up to the billing. Where's we got a New Zealand island? I think I know where you're going. You mentioned earlier. Yeah, no, I think I think Ireland will, will take this one. I was I was in the same park as Rian there, about uh, maybe by twelve. I think I said about by twelve. Um, probably where I'm going. So you know, at least at least one try, and maybe maybe two tries. Oh man, my super Bruce still says New Zealand by five. <laughs> you can't. My there's nothing in my mind. My mind just of all can't go again. I know it should, but my mind it's still just that's what it is. Yeah. Just, it's, it's a African it's But I know on paper it's island by ten. Like literally, like mm. that's that's a no-brainer. <laughs> But I'm going to stick my neck out that New Zealand comes to party island, get nervous, and we see a proper humdinger, a couple points in it, Oof. either way. But I call New Zealand for now. All right. Uh, England versus Fiji. Where's you can kick us off here? Yeah, I think, um, I think as I said, Fiji's lack of form at the moment. Um, England potentially, well, I was going to say finding some, but then there was that Samoa game. Um, but yeah, so I, th I think Fiji take the, uh, Fiji. I think England do take it, and I think if they can if they can do what they did against Argentina or something similar, um, it could be quite a lot. But let's go, let's go, England. Yeah, England by twelve as well. I think Fiji will be in it, but England will, will pull away. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Rian. Yeah, England just need to kick the leather off of it and defend. Same as Wales, you know, keep it basic make uh fiji run at them so i think probably 
England by something dividable by three, uh, like 12 <laughs> or 9. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Same, like I know your mind works. Yeah, 12, yeah. So we got similar. And Carl, say it. You can, you can was, do it. I was very <laughs> close to saying Fiji to win. I know you are. I know. I know yeah, you really want it. Just because at the moment, I couldn't hate my country more. <laughs> but um, no, England, England 24 17. And yeah, making life incredibly fucking difficult. For I know. Stuff. No, I, I, I agree. I think England might at the end go away, but I think it's gonna, it's in, Fiji will be around. They're gonna annoy England. Are gonna allow them in the game. I think. Sure. I think the 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 biggest the biggest uh, decision for me, or the biggest way it will swing, is where Rajarajar has played. If he's played at thirteen, England, England mm. for big shit. If yeah, he's played yeah. at wing, not such a problem. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. He, he looked he looked a bit out of form both spots. I wonder if uh, if they'll yeah, even look at the him. way he played against England at thirteen. He was yeah. washed. Yeah. yeah. And England's midfield game. at the moment, if they go Farrell, ah, we're fucked. He will run straight <laughs> over. Well, Farrell probably get a red card just trying to you know tickle his chin. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not going to go well. <laughs> all right. So we got England's all around there and. Uh, Wales and RG's Rian, you kick us off. We'll go around the clock. Uh, Wales probably by uh, this is a tough one. Uh, nine, nine, no, ten points. Let's say Wales by about ten points. I think, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Cool. Uh, I've got Wales twenty-eight, Argentina twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part of what I think. Somewhere around there, maybe a few points lower. And Wales. Give us a, give us a right, yeah, right Wales left, by right. Eight. Wales left, left, Wales left. Eight. also Wales. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you guys also got Wales a bit more than I. I think it's going to be a little bit close. I think the RGs are going to be pumped, and they're on a little bit of an up. But I still think Wales quality will probably simmer through through the top there. Hey. All right, boys. Well, we've actually got an hour. Well, we've got to the end of going to the games. Thank you very, very much, Bats. We do have a rant section, which we have to do, and I'm not letting us get away with it. Uh, we've got a few topics, but I think we have to, firstly, we'll discuss Rassi, because all Rassi, our boy, is up to his old shenanigans again. Not surprised. When I saw that my Irish mate sent it to me, I hadn't seen it yet. He was like, yeah, here we go. He was like, yeah, we saw this coming, right? But anyway, does he have a case, boys? What's what's he on about? Is, he, is this just classic Rassi mind games? Also... We're not announcing our teams like we like we did as well, like on a Monday. Now it's a Friday. And I was thinking today, watching all this, we keep getting told how predictable we are as the books, how we play and da da da. And I wonder if this whole team selections, is he announcing and is he not? Bit of mind games. Is it's like almost like a, what's the right I don't even know what the right word is, is like Rassi's just trying to keep us is keeping everyone on his toes. I think it's very deliberate, right? It's deliberate tactics to Cause noise, cause people frustrate. He knew Oaks were going to respond. I saw some of the English press calling him a clown again and an idiot and a this and a that. I mean, he is, but he's very fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what do you guys? Do you guys have comments on Rassi boy? Do you, what? What do you think he's up to? Ugh, I'm not. Uh, he's just entertaining us, really. At least he's not saying yeah. he's not there for the croissants. You know, that's the, yeah. the best part of it. Um, now I think it's it feels like definitely a tactical thing to have gotten everyone so used to us dropping the team on a Tuesday, including us. It's been I've been 
jonesing the whole week for that team and I've not seen yeah. it. And definitely teams would have gotten used to planning around that. And now all of a sudden, oh, they don't have that to to use as ammo in their planning. Um so it's mm. a it's a clever tactic. I think maybe that's gonna be for the rest of the knockouts if we keep going through. We won't see the team being announced on a Tuesday anymore no. um, until the yeah. end if we make it through. So I think it's a bit of tactics and just a bit of diversion. Get people to look at the coaches instead of at the team, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah. mostly fun. I think he just has fun. The man yeah. doesn't wish it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, exactly. And this responses and they, like, like um, if you work football coaches do this all the time, all the time, mind games and conferences. So I know. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I love it. Yes, he's a little bit, a little bit on a different bit of a, on the edge of the paradigm there, whatever you want to call it. But he's, but he does, I mean, there's method in his madness, you know, like mm -hmm. it's, it's works. I mean, okay, you can argue of maybe overall records, but when it comes down to these type of games, hey, where's what, what do you reckon? Uh, do you think you, do you think you do like, for me, I'm a little bit worried that it's become too much. I do trust the coaches, but I worry that, Messing around with the teams and just all the stuff that comes out. Do you think? I don't remember him being like this at the last World Cup, was he? He wasn't as I thought he was quite low key. Do you think this is going to backfire? No, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think you know two things. I want to say quickly on your on your point. The the most important thing is that when do the players find out? Because you know w whether we know or not, it doesn't really matter. I think the most important thing is the players if they're able to find find out, know who's starting, know what, 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 then they can go into the week's training, settled, confident and, and far away. If they're constantly waiting, you know, for, for everyone and, and like we are and uncertain, that can breed like a bit of, I don't know, disruption there. But in terms of Rusty's comments, like, again, I, you know, and specifically with regards to, to the, the French sort of, you know, and the, the flair and the dramatics, like, I think, I think he's right to, to call it out. He's obviously waited to play his, his card because i don't think it's just the french mm -hmm. side i think we've seen a lot of teams and a lot of players um try and and go for that you know and, and really kind of milk it it's starting to look a lot like football um in, in that regard where anything that happens you know there was the one i forget which game it was but the player was tackled in the chest and it slid up like even just to here i don't think even touched his face and there was you know this and the eyes and the hands went up and the head and then on the ground and it was just like fuck off um, you know, so so for me, I think there does need to be scrutiny on that. If you if you are trying to milk out those those you know get the refs' attention, have a look on get the get the VAR guys to have a look at it and blah blah. blah. We know how 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 strong that overcorrective hand is at the moment. Where if there's any contact with the head, well, more or less, you know, most you know most cases, unless you're Jesse Creel, um, you know, contact with the head, you're gonna you're gonna see something. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of where the players are taking that part of the game. I would hope it would be stamped out. I hope, you know, sort of the sport of rugby is this physicality sport. It's the fact that, you know, you're going to take some knocks, but not to, to milk it. That being said, they are sportsmen. They are competitive. They are going to try and milk and squeeze every little bit out. I mean, I would, I would love it if someone put it together a compilation of where penalties were given and where the kick for touch was actually taken. I can guarantee you'll yeah. have miles of, of difference, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you add that all up. So yeah. it's just those small things. So I get it, but I don't like it. But that's, that's, yeah. Good. Yeah. But Wes, let me tell you something. We know who's playing. We know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, um, 
Yeah, the, I, the, what Grassy's doing, especially this week, coaches do this. They always try to find an advantage. Grassy's, I mean, yeah, you can call him, but he's clever. He's trying to find, they find any advantage in these big games. Watch any press conferences and sport, big sportsmen and coaches. Eh? Carl, do you have anything he, to add or can we right. move on? He like I like what I like about him. I told some guy at work this the other day. He he finds the unspoken rule and he breaks it. If <laughs> yeah, there's an yeah. unspoken rule, he'll see. But why? Why must we follow this unspoken rule? And yeah. then he breaks it. Are we announced teams on Thursdays? No. Why? Why is that <laughs> that a rule? I'm yeah, announcing yeah. on Thursdays. Let's break that. But, uh, the coach can't carry water. Why? That's an unspoken <laughs> rule. I'm gonna do it. You know. Yeah, I, I wanted to bring up something now. Um, did you see his lot? He's, I think it was today. He said eight zero seven one eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah you see, started oh, doing oh. that as well. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. He's just going to announce that you're not using a bench. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was looking at the picture of wet benches. I was like, shit, is it raining in Paris? Is that what he's trying to say? It's going to be a wet game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> so, do you have anything to add on that? Yeah, or I think, we'll yeah, move on I, to our friend Eddie Jones. I think they'll um, they'll be using the situation rather than because with Am coming into into the you know the, the team or rather the, the squad, I think they actually have a headache on their hands now. What do they do? Like, what is their best centre pairing? Because do you want to play all defensive? In which case, you go DLND and Creel, sure. But mm. is that the best move against France? And they, I think yeah. they actually have a little bit of a oh shit, what should we actually do with this one? And yeah, they're play they're they use they're allowing there's a bit of both, but I think they're playing it off as a as yeah. just know, right. I think they might see a five three. Yeah. Yeah, well I can't I can't probably see at this point anything else but Creel starting, but we got some comments uh surprise arm to start. I I will be so surprised if he gets thrown into that Maya with the state that he's probably in. Nice to have around the squad. Lacquer, awesome. Hacker, matey, mateys. Good vibe. But to play at 13 against France at the start of quarter final. Good luck, matey. And also, Moody. Moody, I, everyone knows what my opinion is about Moody. He should have always been 13. He's a three times, two times better player than for me. He'll than be the third the Don't rush yeah. him now. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I just feel just, just I feel it's a little bit more comfortable with every space out there and old Moody had the ball, you know. But um, look, look, we got to trust, we got to trust Krill to, uh, to he's done, he, look, he's not let us down, has he? You, you know, so we can't. I, uh, I, I really like Krill. I think he's, he's, yeah. he's a very yeah. good player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he can even do your if you're doing maybe a five three, he can cover fullback and wing, so you can yeah. have him on the bench maybe and. uh He's just we use our fullback as another ten. You need oh. you need Vili or someone. So it, it's so strange because we would like the Irish side and the New Zealand side. I think we could have picked that side right in our sleep. Probably we all think we know what the Springbok side is going to be, but part of us are all thinking, mm, <laughs> you know, <laughs> is something coming because it could, right? Because you would normally yeah. previously at the World Cup, you know, we knew that team was so solid going all the way through. You know, what and. What I think the reaction would be a Willemser started at 10, Villy at 15. Yeah. Anyway, if you ever played I, against Scotland, that would probably be the main team. Like, I think that was the game we what, knew. I, I, we have to win well, this game. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's the team in everyone's head that we would we expect him to see tomorrow. But you never know, right? You never know, you never know. But 
but it's just what I'm saying. So that's, this is what Rassi is trying to do, right? I mean, this is what he's, he's trying to keep everyone on their toes. And yeah. that's exactly what he, it, it's, wor it's working, right? I mean, this, I'm loving, loving like he lives, literally lives rent free in a lot of these oaks up here in North. They literally they can't stand the guy. They get it. But it's, it's fun to watch from a South African point of view. I just worry that he's pushed it a little bit too much. I don't know. That, let, 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 let's see. Other issue, other topics this week we said, like old Eddie Jones. It looks like the rumors uh, might be true. Yeah. Yeah, so Carl, is, is Eddie going for his final interview <laughs> for Japan? What's going on there? What, so he can ruin another ship? Yeah. <laughs> what, third time lucky? I mean, oh, I don't actually, I don't care. And to be honest, we need, we need, world rugby needs a strong Australia. And I see them better off without him, so maybe he should just piss off. Well, yeah, I know, I agree. I, I, I don't know how they come. I mean, it's supposed to boil, boil, but I didn't see if a lot of if that was a young team that's supposed that that team is supposed to be the team close that's going to the World Cup, right? And that's the attitude you're going to show on the biggest stage. Like, I don't know, I don't know how he gets those players. Gets those. I, I, they I, must I, have known something's up them. I'm. I, I can't believe they would have not known if they, that. May, that would make sense to me. I could be wrong because we're not in the camp, but that I, would uh, make full sense. Yeah. I. 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 I don't fault the players for effort. Look, they were. They were trying, but mm. I mean, the England players are trying. It's just a shit way they play, and Eddie Jones is notoriously not a pleasant coach to work with. Certainly for staff, but I can't imagine that it, it doesn't seep down to players. Um, and the, you know, all the press around it won't have done the team any good. Yeah, but but he's like lost a plot. You know, Eddie Jones in 2015 with Japan, he was calm, like he, you know, he was yeah. came across strong and assured, took sense, wasn't an asshole. No, he's just a prick, and he doesn't even he's not even backing up anything, you know. He's, I don't think me, you should have jumped England, straight from England, the England, 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 England job into England the Aussie job, job eh? Yeah, yeah, that English. That English job, I can imagine. I said being being in that press room the other day. Those those oaks are really. They, they, they still talked about him. He wasn't there. We were, we were about to interview the New Zealand, yeah. but they were still Eddie. If Eddie was here, Eddie, we were oh, tell him all. Oh, oh, you see Eddie strong. <laughs> like oaks, he's not even here. Like chill. <laughs> like, chill. <laughs> gone like a year and a half. Can you shut up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And where's before you fall asleep? There is it going to be a con is the refs going to blow us out this game on on Sunday? Are you cool? You mean there are no conspiracies that we we really lost before we played? Yeah, we cool with that. Yeah, it's, it's fair playing field. No one's no one's gonna no one's being corrupted. It's all fair love and war. Yeah. <laughs> Let's end on that positive. Uh, positive note. Yeah, I mean, I think. <laughs> well, gosh, sure. If you want to end on that, we can, but. No, I, I just, it's, it's just so horrible that it has to come down, you know, where, where that's even a thought. And, uh, and, you know, this is, this is where you get why, why VAR or TMO, whatever you want to call it, is, is being involved because you, you ultimately want to have the right calls made. But I think we've all agreed and we've all spoken about how it can, it can sterilize the game a bit and it's been used too much at the moment. And so it's a very fine line and, and, and they're obviously, you know, trying to find that pendulum between you know, how much do we use this and how much do we let rugby be rugby and, and that game? Yeah. Because I can guarantee, you, you know, if a call is not blown and, and you know, that, that goes against us, we're going to be like, wow, why the fuck didn't they use VR, TMO, this, that, the next? Yeah. It was, there was some conspiracy. 
you know, but then if there are, you know, all these calls that are made, it's going to be like, you know, for, in France's favor, it's going to be like, oh, well, look, it's too much that look, they're using it, overusing it. So, you know, they're, they're in a yeah. very tough position. And I, I do feel for them that they can't, yeah. they can't please everyone. Um, I get that. But um, no, I mean, you just, you just, again, you just hope that all the refs have, have solid games. Um, yeah, I and, agree. And they, there will be controversy though, because it is knockouts, yeah. it is World Cup. So, even if they blow the perfect game, like someone's going to be hurt somewhere. Probably Reza. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I think any, every, even though we, refs are big, the way rugby is, they're a big factor. Right? I all I all for my bitching and moaning, and I love the odd conspiracy, whatever I'm saying. But any at the end of the day, you just want the result to be fair, and you don't want to be talking about the ref. That's all I wish for. End of the yeah. game, mm. game's done, and the team best yeah. team won. We not mention the ref. That's that's all I want every game. But I think I don't know yeah. if you guys also noticed. Um, also noticed. Well, remember the, they're calling the high shots in the bunker. The teamers are coming in. They they dropped off on that a little bit. Hey, I think they realized just we can't go through the whole tournament blowing literally every single little brush on the head and slowing it down in five minutes. But they did go. They did get a bit more lenient on that. Do you guys notice that as well? I think we'll see now as well with these teams mm. being the higher quality teams will get less and less and less of that. The, in the last World Cup, the last four, I think, were the least penalized and the least carded teams. There's mm. a reason they are the top teams in the world. You know, they're the most disciplined. So we should hopefully see an even further taper off um, as, as we go on through the tournament. Hopefully, you know, maybe... Owen Farrell is a bit of an issue and Lavanini is another issue. <laughs> but uh, they, there's also the thing, I think World Rugby does tell refs, okay, this is a knockout. Do not ruin the game with a yellow card. You'll see, unless it's someone's head has been taken off, a scrum cap has been ripped off to punt, um, they won't just give a red card. They don't want to ruin the game with, with red cards. I think we're going to see some... Some shots that yeah. would have been read at the start of the tournament will will be let well, go. That, that, I, the, the one thing I I, I have been watching this, through this uh, this this tournament is that with the introduction of the bunker system, there has not been a straight red. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. Yellow yeah, yeah, I'm actually I'm actually okay with that too. I, I could if that's yeah. how they're going to use it. It, it yeah. it's fine. It's fine because. It, uh, but it, what it does also is uh, takes away the onus on the referee if if the call was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't mind it. it just, it's just an, an interesting change that we've never had yeah. before. And I and I don't and I don't want to say there's a conspiracy or anything. But in 2007, France hosted the World Cup, right? Mm -hmm. And they played a semi-final against New Zealand, a quarter-final. Oh, for God's sake, really? We're Again, going back to this. We, we, I just want to remind you that France had a World Cup and they played a quarterfinal. And I'm not going to mention the ref how he did in that game. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay, I'm not going to say history doesn't repeat itself. But I think I was watching on Kian, you told the story about how Kaplan and Barnes got under the poles and realized that it was forward and went, oops, we may have been in trouble for that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. And then, then, and, then didn't, and, then didn't, and then didn't blow a penalty for New Zealand for the rest of the game. He was young. He was young. Let, let's also remember that France <laughs> Argentina twice in that World Cup. So. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I'm only just being facetious. Of course. Of course. Of course. It keeps straight and narrow and going to riff it well. 
All right, guys, thank you so much, man. It's been an awesome show. You've cracked on for a while. It's been awesome. It's been a great World Cup, I agree. I love a World Cup. I'm really sad. It hasn't been finished yet. I'm sad that it's going to be finished because I love it. I also like you, Carmen. Involved every game. Love it. And these are, we got some really good, I love the quarterfinal lineup. Pity the quick could have been the same as some of them, but it doesn't matter. It's rugby. The best teams have gone through. And it's going to be a great weekend of rugby. So, boys, thank you for joining. It's been always an absolute pleasure. I hope you enjoy it and enjoy your watch-alongs that you're on. And best of luck. And, yeah, we'll see you guys and everyone in the comments. Yeah, thank you very much. been a really good show. Lots of involvement. Lots of people joining. We appreciate it. So get involved. And, yeah, have a great weekend and see you guys soon. Cheers. Cheers